The Jesuits and spiritual directors of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center invite you into prayer. As we begin our prayer time, we pause for a moment, rest our bodies, and sense God's loving gaze upon us. God is here, inviting us to be still and know that I am God. Pray for the grace to feel the depth of God's desire for me in my heart. Our reading is from the Gospel of John. After Jesus had spoken these words, He looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all people, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. Our contemporary voice is Cynthia Bourgeau. Far more often than is generally acknowledged, those whose love for one another is marked by a particular intimacy and spiritual kinship are invited to continue together beyond the grave. Such unions, sometimes known as eternal marriages, come into existence because they are part of the divine scheme. True love expresses the sacred promise that love is stronger than death. And in going the distance on this promise, the two beloveds drink deeply of that complete self-surrender in love that is at the heart of all spiritual experience. In a particularly pointed way, 
they follow the pattern of Christ. Let these words sink into your soul. This week's reflection is by Maria Kressler. When we read this passage from John's Gospel, we are standing on holy ground. We are invited to the intimate prayer of Jesus, a look into Jesus and his relationship with his Father, with the eternal Trinity. He speaks of his own beginning, a beginning where Jesus was clearly with God before he came to do the work here on earth with a mission to reveal in human form the infinite love and mercy of God. Jesus speaks from the depths of his heart. We hear him acknowledge the Father's love for him and his love for his Father, who is the heart and the core of his very being. It is a love that is with him right to the end, even to the cross, to the point, to the point of giving his all, his life. This intimate relationship knows no boundaries a love that was a part of him from the very beginning, and it never left him. As that line states, the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. Many years ago, I read Ronald Bolheiser's The Restless Heart, and there was a passage that has never left me because it speaks of this eternal love, this boundless love that neither time nor space can break. He suggests that each of us has a deep memory of having once been touched and caressed by God before we entered our mother's wombs. Like the ancient legend that claims that each soul is kissed by God and goes throughout life with this memory deep within. This memory so entwined in our psyche that each soul spends most of the rest of their lives in some way trying to remember its original sweetness and comparing all of life in relation to that. That is why we are always hungering for God. There is always a longing in the heart. In John's gospel, Jesus speaks to his father with tenderness for those he walked with through his life and ministry. And he wants for them, he wants for us, what he and his father have, an eternal bond and connection, a oneness that was there from the beginning of time. He speaks directly to what was before and then on our behalf asks that we may know this oneness then that he asks him to protect in his name what he was given by his father so that we may be one as we are one father. Jesus' witness to that oneness 
He loved with a self-surrendering love. And when he loves as he loves, we too are a part of this powerful love force, God force. We need to love in that way. The trinity emotion, the love force, the never-ending circle of love. We are absorbed into love and we know God and each other in that love. A good friend of mine often asks, how will we find each other in the next life? And it's a mystery that we really can't answer. But I find myself saying, the more I say it, the more I think I believe it, that we won't have to go searching for each other because we will be in the circle of love, the energy of love, and we will recognize each other. We will know one another in that love. Cindy Brujol helps us see this very thing in the passage we read today. That in relationships that are marked by a particular intimacy and spiritual kinship, love continues and even strengthens. She speaks of such unions that continue beyond the grave. Relationships where the two beloveds drink deeply of that complete self-surrender and love. And that love cannot be separated by physical death. As the beautiful love song in Song of Songs, verse 8 reminds us, that such divine spiritual connectedness is a love stronger than death. It continues to flourish. It can still bear much fruit. Perhaps you can attest to this presence of love being stronger after death from your own experience of loss. I invite you to take some time today, perhaps, and think if you've known this personally, or perhaps you've been a witness to it. Today's readings help us see life and death from a different lens. Death isn't the end, certainly not the end of love. It is actually part of the eternal flow of love. Love is eternal. True love has no beginning and no end. And like a circle, a never-ending thing. Love, God, has always been and always will be. And we are from that love. We have been kissed before we were here. And we will return to that kiss. Today, I pray that we take the time to come to know that love and this friendship with God that Jesus longs for us to have, that we can see the many ways Jesus has tried to reveal to us the infinite love and mercy of God in all of our life circumstances. Help us, God of love, to know your love deeply and in this life so that we can see each other as brothers and sisters, all sharing that same primordial kiss from our creative creator, and that all are part of this circle of love that is always going to be stronger than death. Speak to God in these final moments about whatever is stirring in your heart.
Help me, God of love, to know your love deeply in this life, to take the time to pause and remember that primordial kiss. Open me so that I might recognize the divine in every person, remembering that they too have the mark of your kiss. Help me become sensitive to all I meet along the path of life, for you are the breathing life of all, the infinite and eternal within our hearts. Amen.